raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome to the Undressing Room Podcast, brought to you by Macy's, and I'm super excited for this week's two very special guests, and one of them, we're popping a cherry, okay, so welcome Claudia Jordan and Miss Lawrence to the Undressing Room Podcast. How y'all doing? I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy you're here too. What's up, Claudia too? Hey, hey, we get the tag team as Lawrence and Papa's Cherry. <laughs> hey. Bang, bang. Okay, well, let me tell y'all, we have a lot coming up this week and we're going to be discussing Rock Nation brunch. And I am beefing with everybody at Rock Nation. Blame Rock Nation. Why? Because they didn't send me an invite. So we're going to talk about <laughs> all the, the best dress the worst dress and we're not holding back anything because we don't know if we're going to get an invitation next year either so we might as well just say whatever we feel correct facts okay so we're going to talk all about that and we're also going to talk about k michelle because she has a secret to hair growth that i never thought would work and we'll see if y'all will want to give this a try and also is dating overseas the move we all like to travel but do you want to live over there do you want to date over there we're going to discuss all that as well as it going down in my dms L'Oreal's DMs, and we know it gets wild. We're going to get some advice. And this week, I promise y'all, it's not even a DM, so we're kind of cheating. Somebody actually sent me an email, and it's very spicy. They all want to... Listen, you guys see, see, they they taking it back, back in the day, right? But we do want to give a big shout out to Macy's because they always keep us up on our style, on our beauty. And the big game is coming up. And Macy's has everything you need to take you all the way to the end zone, which we love. They got Football fan needs, so it'll cover you with the team jerseys. Also, you if you're doing a Super Bowl party, you can get the serve where to serve up the food. You know, yeah. you can get the snacks popping. That'll keep people cheering. And check it out at Macy's.com. That's Macy's.com. They also have wine and stuff. So I know a lot of people like to drink while they watch the big game. There it is. So go to Macy's.com and y'all can get <laughs> hit with what we got going. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. 
going on, but we're going to talk about Rock Nation Brunch, the biggest party, well, one of the biggest parties of Grammy weekend. Shout out to everybody that was out there. I was in LA, had a great time, but we were all watching on Instagram, regardless of if you were there or not. It felt like you were kind of at the Rock Nation Brunch, right? I was watching like as coverage was coming in and it's already in my mind that I probably may never get invited to a Rock Nation Brunch. I don't know, uh, but it's... It is quite fascinating to watch the people as they're walking up and everybody is having this whole moment in their glory. It feels like watching it, you know, people, nobody played it safe. And that, yeah. that felt really good, you know, because I feel like we're entering into a time and a space where people are really leaning to their, their true individuality. And that everybody that showed up there to me, look like they did and express what they felt like. They didn't stick with any type of norms or, you know, uh, structured boundaries or whatever. Yeah, I saw that too. And Claudia, what, what would you say? Selfishly, and I'm with you, how many years do I got to be in this business? <laughs> like, I've been on shows, radio, reality, L'Oreal. We've been doing this thing for a long time. And I'm hating from outside the club just a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. But then... <laughs> It was nice to be able to see it on Instagram. It was nice to be able to see how cute. I love seeing how classy based everyone was looking. People were looking real cute. And you're right, Ms. Lawrence, like people weren't really cookie cutter with their outfits. So like yeah. people really took some yeah. risks. And I thought that was really cute. Whether you liked it or not, it was dope to see the individuality throughout the brunch. I'm not going to lie. It was giving Amber Rose asking for Super Bowl tickets for me. I called because uh, I actually had just did an interview with uh, Ruben Vincent, who is signed to Rock Nation. And I'm like, wait a minute. I feel like y'all owe me a couple fit. Yeah, <laughs> but, well, I mean, maybe you didn't, maybe you didn't want to go bad enough. You know what I mean? So maybe, I did. Yeah, I, I yeah. never would want to go anywhere that bad. Okay. I, I do always wonder, like, who's over the guest list? Who are they? Are they low-key haters? Is it a lottery process? Like, how do you get a ticket to the Rock? Because I've seen people there. And I'm like, how did I get an invitation? My intern was there. <laughs> I was like, sometimes, sometimes it is a hater on board. I'm going to just tell you, there's a certain, some of these award shows, they make you jump through hoops to get there as a celebrity. And then you get there, there's 9,000 seat fillers there and all their homies are there. And you're like, I could have sat in row three. I could have sat right there. That is right. About? Like, who is over this? And, but we do know this, Miss Lawrence. Mm -hmm. We know this much. The queen was there. So when the queen is ever in the building, it right. gets very selective. It gets very funny. And especially with this year at the Grammy, she was robbed. Harry Styles, now don't get me wrong. He's cool. He's all right, right? I get it. I get it. And you know but, what? I, I, I do know he's like, uh, I know he's huge. I don't, international. I and, and I feel bad. Oh, I don't know any of his music. So I, I don't know. I know he's everywhere. He always flies. So I'm going to give him his props on that. He always yeah. flies. But let's just be real. They already let Miss Mama, well, no, not let. She broke history, rightfully mm -hmm. so. Yeah. And let's just be real. They giving, girl, you, well, you're not fixing to get everything tonight. But come on, Miss Lawrence. Album of no, the year, th Beyonce, th you can't escape this album. Oh, this no, album listen, is everywhere. You can't, you can't. You can't. Do I think it was right? No. It's not. But, but we know politics lives in all of those spaces. I heard some reports that the, the the voting committee, whoever they are, they were like, 
they didn't vote for her for everything she should have gotten because they were kind of like, well, she has everything else. You know when it's like, remember in high school, the captain of the football team or the captain of the cheerleading team, they seem like they got the looks the status, they have everything. So you don't want to give them homecoming queen too because you're kind of sick of them winning. I feel like the grand, the whoever was voting was kind of doing that to Beyonce. Like she got enough. She going to make history because, okay, Harry Styles, I'm with you, Miss Lawrence. I know Harry Styles for his, some of his fashions. I can't name one Harry Styles song. I don't know. Oh, I can. Watermelon Sugar. Oh, Watermelon Sugar. Y'all don't know that song? No. That song is I'm good. So sorry. But that's, that's from his last album. I don't even think it's from this. But that was an album before this one? I'm too ethnic. I, I don't know. Well, they don't do that with Taylor Swift. They don't mind giving her everything. I was so I'm sick of her face every time I see her face. But so <laughs> Beyonce, because it's a them. black woman, then you don't want to give her everything because she's the best. She is the best. That's the best yeah. album this year. She deserves the album of the year. And she Period. deserves more. And just because, and look, she's, and you know what? She's showing herself because as you said, Miss Lawrence, I think you're the one that said it. She did break the record for the most Grammys ever received by anybody. But here's the funny thing with the Grammys and how they pick certain people. The person that's right underneath her, I have no clue who the hell that is. (laughs) I do think she should have gotten album album of the year from (laughs) not just because it was such a great album, but because in her acceptance speech, she acknowledged and thank the queer community, a community that I'm a part of for creating that genre of music. And nobody of her level, her stature, whatever has ever done that. You know, if you can go back and look at Madonna, when Madonna did Vogue, you know, the song Vogue literally shifted the culture of the world, not black culture, but the culture of the world. And I could be wrong, but if I go back, I don't ever remember Madonna offering a thank you anything to the LGBTQ community. You know, she ain't come with out her, with her voice. I feel like, but the way that she was inclusive at a time when other people were, were condemning it. I think that oh, that was the way of her saying, thank you was like, you know, right? but what was wrong with verbally saying, thank you. I think she didn't have to, it spoke for itself. Like is how I watch it, right? Because I saw and I, actually, and I love Madonna. This is yeah. not. I'm not. This isn't a. No, no, no. I get it. I get yeah. it. Because Beyonce made it a point to do it on stage where we know it needed to be said, and that was amazing. Right? Because here's the piece in spaces like that, and not to make this about that, because I know we're on a totally different topic yeah. at this point. But not to make it about that. But when you talk about being in a space of of, of the gram, the recording academy, da 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 da, our name, images, and likenesses and all this type of stuff is rarely, well, prior to the last couple of years, it's rarely mentioned and edified in those types of spaces. I get that. And so it felt special on the night of the Grammys when she said, thank you to the queer community. Like, that's never been done. Like, I teared up. The reason this album deserved album of the year, not just because it sounds great and all of the production and mechanics and everything was great, but she did her homework, she did her research, and she went back and she grabbed real iconic staples and fixtures in dance music, and she brought them to the forefront. And that's why she's the queen. But I will say, Madonna had to crawl so Beyonce could walk. You are a Madonna fan. I'm not. I'm just, I'm a realistic (laughs) person. And I know that at that time, it just wasn't an easy time. This is something that we see a little more, including in in music and things like that. But when I see Madonna, look, I see Madonna at Swiss Beats Party. Her whole team 
is queer. Her whole yes, team is, course, you know, 100%. and she's always representing. So I'm it's kind of like me saying, oh, oh, okay, shout out okay, to okay. all the black women. I'm always going to just represent. I don't have to say I'm black. They know I'm holding it down for us. You know. I want to jump in here. I want to say this, and I hear what you're saying, L'Oreal. I believe that what you're saying was Madonna did it at a time when it wasn't popular. There is yeah. an argument to be made that right now there is a way, like it, it is way more comfortable for people to do it now, but doesn't take away from how much Beyonce did. And I will say, the Grammys are about individuality and taking risks in music. She took a risk because the LBGTQ plus community is not the majority of the nation. It is a minority. Lizzo has done this. Like this isn't Beyonce. And and I listen, I love B. I just call her the queen a hundred times. I ain't calling nobody. Right, you. I'm saying she's the. She did something that catered to the minority of the population and it was still artistically beautiful so for that alone i believe taking that risk she should have got it and it was dope music the music was amazing so i think you both have valid points here i i see you both have valid points here yeah yeah the music is everywhere though and the 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 real point is that she should have won album of the year because like yeah. you said, neither one of y'all know that Harry Styles anything. And well, I, I know who he is. I just don't know his music. And congratulations, Harry. Like, I'm, I'm not hating on you, brother. <laughs> but girl, I don't know your music. I so am. Shame. It's giving <laughs> it's giving, give Tyra Banks the cover of Sports Illustrated, but make her split it with the white woman. That's what it's giving to me. It happens, you know, and then there is some talented people that we actually look past because I know even Chris Brown had put his foot in his mouth the other day when he spoke on George Clasper, but I didn't know him either. And I kind of backed Chris Brown because I'm like, well, aren't you all over the place, Chris Brown? You should win. But then when you plug into other people and you listen and you're like, wow, this is actually an incredible album and I see why this man won. And even Chris Brown had to apologize. So maybe we might turn on that Harry Styles album and it may be your next favorite thing and you're pushing the queen to the side. You never know, but no one pushed the queen to the side at the brunch. Really quickly, we do want to shout out that uh, Jay-Z didn't have a tie on again this year, but he buttoned up all the way to the top <laughs> right but you know and he buttoned up to the top because he is he is technically like an executive right so he that has he gives, to he not that he has to because i mean and when you get to that level you do whatever you want to do <laughs> right i think he just did it out of you know i guess that's a part of proper uh decorum if you will but okay. beyonce so her outfit it was extremely like oh, I thought it was Alien Superstar. When I think it of was her song, alien, right, it was right? Alien Superstar, but I feel like it also gave an homage to the LaBelles. Because I, when I saw her, I saw I Nona Hendrix. Mm-hmm. I saw Pat and LaBelle when they yes. were in the group LaBelles. And right. um, I appreciate it. It was very nostalgic, I believe, for people like her Uncle Johnny that she dedicated her album to. Right. Because the LaBelles was of the Uncle Johnny's time. Right. Mm-hmm. And if Uncle Johnny was one of those ones that like to, you know, dress her up and I, I'll bet you any amount of money, Uncle Johnny got a lot of inspiration or fashion inspiration from that era of fashion with the bells and, and all of that whimsical kind of, you know, John Galliano, Gaultier type of type of stuff. I wish I met Uncle Johnny, but I'll tell you who was best dressed for me because I want to know who y'all think were best dressed and I want to know who you think was worst dressed. I'm going to say that Snow Allegra. Definitely, she had on that pink. I don't know if it was Balmain, but it gave Balmain. It was and, very well um, 
I really like her her picture with Beyonce. That's what really, for to stand out next to the queen, that shows enough. And my worst dress, I'm going to give little Uzi Vert. Now, I like his new song. Oh, that's my baby. I love the dance. I just want to ah. yada, yada, yada. That's cool and everything. I don't like right. this hair. It was the hair for me, dog. And I just can't. There's nothing that he's going to do to get me to accept the slick back, lace front looking ponytail. I he hated it. He definitely takes risks, but I feel like he needs a team. Like, first of all, you put a diamond in your forehead, okay? That was number one. He moved. Now he has another one, but it's like in his face. Yeah, he just oh, yeah. got a new one like yeah. a few weeks oh, oh, ago. Okay, none of that is working. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is after COVID. Scammers are on high alert. People are getting jacked. They're getting robbed. They snap right. and they go, I'm so surprised that someone like didn't I will say this. Even if you don't like the fashions, you always got to give props to people who are willing to be outside the box. To take the sure. risk, yeah. But the sure. glue down, wet, lace front. I don't know what that was. I love the Snow Allegra. Um, yes. I really like, I, I love that pink on her. And yes, it's she did thing. hold her own standing next to Beyonce, who was just Tuh. there. Like, it, it's hard, that's hard to beat, right? But little Uzi Bird, I, I'm going to be biased because I just, it's something about him that I just love. But he, he, I don't know his age, but he's a part of that Gen Z um, group, right? Mm -hmm. they, they hold nothing back. That boy is so unafraid and unapologetic about everything. And I just, it just warms my heart to see him. I don't know what it is. I've never met him, but I I adore him so much. I think because he's so little and cute. I don't know. Yes. No, I love the, I think it's the little dancing and that he's just like a yeah. little moving yeah. machine. I he's love it. <laughs> I'm going to take my best dress to Kelly Rowland. She Kelly, looked great. Kelly Rowland. I even had a repost on my page and I just put, just, just simply, Kelly Rowland, y'all. Kelly Rowland right. was tears across the board. I mean, from the glam, the hair, the makeup, that sleep bob, the, like, the skin, that that ivory colored dress or whatever. Oh, it was. She, she was looked amazing. Perfection. Amazing. Kelly Rowland is not someone that walks in the room and is like is loud about it. Like you no. almost like do a double take. You like, damn, she's beautiful. She looks stunning. Gorgeous. She looks Gorgeous. stunning. I want to give an honorable mention to Swiss Beats because all weekend I saw him and each and every suit he had on, he had on like a salmon color. He has mint on at the Rock Nation brunch. He is very fine. He had the best party, in my opinion, after party. So shout out to him too. And baby face. You know who else? Oh, yeah, baby face. Yeah, baby face but is fly. I have to give a shout out to DJ Khaled, right? Yeah, he did that whole monochromatic moment with the Amazing. another another mint green moment. Mm -hmm. But when you have a man that is of a, a certain size, it can sometimes be really hard to look really clean and neat, but still give enough oomph in your fashion to be noticed. Right, you know, in in the best way. And I feel like he nailed it. And his stylist, who is Terrell Jones, is a beast. Come on, you know, Terrell. Terrell Jones, it's a, he's a beast, but he also does Fat Joe, who I also saw. I think he was at the brunches where he had on the all pink. He's Fat Joe is always flying his suits, like yeah. always. So shout out to all of them next year yeah. when we all are there. Okay, we'll see it front row and center. So Rock Nation, make sure you have our invitations ready. Thank you. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba -ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. 
Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Let's talk about K. Michelle. Okay, now she has a secret, and I'm going to spell all her tea because that's what we do, right? Now, K. Michelle, she actually spelled it herself, but she went on the internet, and she said, do y'all put your man's love juice in your hair to grow? Am I later something? Be honest. Now, is this a hair growth hack that I'm not aware of? Because somebody replied and said, yes, sis, lay your edges and grease your scalp with it. Do y'all think think she's doing this for attention or does this actually work and would you try it? I'm I'm a former hairstylist. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know that this works. I can't say it does and I can't say that it doesn't. I just don't know how attractive or how, you know, how that will work in some edges or in your hair. I don't know. I will say this. I think this era of society is the most trash, ghetto era (laughs) in the history of Black America. But we got to put all this stuff out there for attention or to be, you know, provocative. Let me tell you something. There's other things you can do. And I just feel like people are just trying so hard to just get the conversation going online. That what happened like- to a good old-fashioned cholesterol treatment? What happened to a hot oil treatment? Well, y'all doing too much. <laughs> they was doing egg and olive oil. I was okay with that. That was fine. Maybe you just stop <laughs> it and use coconut oil. Stop doing too much, people. Nah, it is right. too early to be talking about this. I'm okay, just so we're not trying it. No, thank you. <laughs> okay, so dating, Okay. This is something that is going on all of a sudden, dating overseas. Now let's see what y'all think. So one subject we keep hearing about, now this is called passport bros. Have y'all heard about this? No. Okay, so I keep hearing, I'm talking about on TV, I see it on social media, and at first I didn't, but now that y'all are hip to it, you're probably gonna see it a whole lot more places. So passport bros are men, who go overseas looking for a traditional wife and they feel that foreign women are more likely to be better women who stay at home, like beta women. Like, you know, they're going to do whatever they need them to do, submissive. They don't work. They want their men to lead. And recently on Friends and Lovers podcast, a travel expert spoke about being a passport sis because, you know, we're going to have to meet them where they are, okay? Now, she said she felt way more desired when she went overseas. Check out what she had to say. I might be single forever. Pretty privileged and like growing up and then dating. I was literally never desired. Like I was the girl that guys came to to spit at my homegirls. A lot of black women say that they get much more love and appreciation from non-American men. Has that been your experience? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think I think black women do get taken for granted in the U.S. And there is an appreciation and an adoration and an admiration that um, international men do have for black women. And this is fetish aside, you know, hypersexualization aside. There is this like, oh, my goodness, you're a goddess. And what have I done to be so lucky to be in your presence? And that can be overwhelming because you might not be used to that. 
Okay, so why do you think men and women are starting to feel like they have no chance of love here in the United States of America? I, I talk about dating a lot, and I've had a few shows about this. I think that in America, there's so much access. You know, um, I think in Europe or overseas, things were a little bit more traditional, right? It wasn't so easy breezy as here. Like when you cra- travel across the world, Americans have the reputation of being the most hoish, the most easy. The, the women and the men, like anything kind of goes here. So there's a loss of kind of traditional value. People don't look at us like as pristine or as much of a catch as they do overseas. And you go overseas, we become the exotic thing. Like yeah. exotic. Like, really? Like here. Yeah, because when you go somewhere else, it's like, you're an American? Oh, my God. It's different. You know, we like here in America, we embrace, we tend to embrace things that are different as exotic. I don't know. I think here it's been... And not to be negative, but I feel like the dating pool has become very much a, a, a big old cesspool where anything goes. People are just throwing each other away. Disposable relationships, disposable. Mm. We have just too much access and we don't have any rules here. So it's a free for all. And I think that's what you get. Does that sound negative? No, I, no I, I, it, it doesn't saying. sound negative. It doesn't sound negative. And, you know, and, uh, and I could see how a lot of people, you know, would feel that way. I mean, it, 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 it is what it is. But I feel like when you go overseas, especially for, you know, people of color, when we go overseas, I don't know if it's an exotic thing, but I do know that we are some magical, powerful, and beautiful people, mm-hmm. you know, people with, even if it's a drop of melanin, you know, we, you know, we are, we are magnetic. And I think that it's, I think it's that. I do think that God shows up so, um, you know, very strong in us. And so we, we travel outside of our dwellings in the U.S. We go to places. I think that's what the attraction is. I do know that for myself and in, again, my community, I'm always, I'm always with my community. Um, in the LGBTQ community, when I go, not, not when I go, but I've read and I've researched and studied that like over in, I want to say it's Hawaii maybe, which is not necessarily overseas because that's a part of the U.S. But when you go, when you go other places, in like Fiji, there are places that look at, people like myself who's gender non-conforming as a third gender and they are idolized and treated like some type of god which mm. i don't know if that's a good or bad thing um i know that ain't the case over here but i do think that people who is not privy to us on a regular you know they appreciate us more overseas you know they they look at us as you know they don't see us they don't see all these beautiful features every day you know what i'm saying they don't they don't feel that beautiful black presence and spirit every day and so when we travel over into these foreign countries or whatever the case may be i think they feel everything that we are and they just want a piece of it they wanted a part of their lives they also look at a lot of us like off top because the only some of these people the only black people they ever seen are artists and actors and i've been overseas and had negative experiences and not necessarily towards myself but like towards other members of my party who were darker skin and Mm. there's racism there's oh for sure yeah it's very nasty in in certain places so i don't want to sit here and make everything especially in paris honey you go to paris they do not rome rome they wouldn't even stop for us um you know morocco You got to be really careful because when we were in Morocco, certain things, especially when it comes to women, they feel like you shouldn't talk to them a certain way if you're a certain complexion. And I know at one point a a man would only direct his conversation towards me and he wouldn't speak towards my friend. And you said in Rome? 
No, this in Rome, they drove right past my friend. He was like, not let him get in the car. He told us we were okay to get in the car, but not my friend. And he is really? a gay man, brown skin, and they were oh, not well, letting yeah. him. Well, yeah, they were I'm not so letting him. I'm so surprised because my, my family's from Italy, and whenever I would go there, like they love would love everything black. Like it was so yeah, women. They, like, that's what I, saying. I know yeah. that like we got like we got a lot of Italian men attention, and then they showed him love because. But it was certain people. I'm not gonna say everybody, but yeah. there were certain people that were very nasty to him, and <laughs> it made me uncomfortable. The colorism thing definitely is prevalent and you do see it in certain countries really, really, really bad. Like I never understood, like, especially in like the, in, in the country of India, you know, they have that beautiful dark skin and that silky hair naturally. And they are so prejudiced to their own. Like they yeah. want them to marry someone white to, to break that melanin up. And I'm like, that is so beautiful, that natural skin color. And I, and I hate to hear that in a lot of parts of Africa, how popular skin bleaching cream is now to Oh my God, number one, damn near. It's, it's, it's like dirty. The colonization and the perverting it's, uh, it's, of everyone's yeah. mental over there is so sad how strong this desire to be uh, proximity to whiteness. And but to just, there is there are positive sides though, Claudia, because yes. you see that there are men and women that are, you know, gravitating towards us. But I will agree with you when you said it's an exotic thing because think about it when we're here right and somebody has a london accent they automatically become a little bit more attractive mm -hmm. e you know what i mean because it's something we're not used to if so that was, i was gonna say something we're not yeah, used to yeah so we can see i can see people overseas and i do see like a lot of the italian men praising black women are praising black men because they do have that attraction. And uh, I, I don't see anything wrong with this. If you, you find love where you find love, you never know where it's gonna be. I just wanna say, don't be an idiot and end up on 90 Day Fiance looking stupid and they only wanted to use you for a green card, okay? Yeah, right. I, 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 would, I wouldn't suggest to travel overseas to look for a man. I truly believe that love just finds you wherever you are, yeah, you yeah. know? Um, I, I believe in the law of attraction. I don't think you have to go overseas to, to find that. You know, if you're going overseas trying to find somebody that's going to just adore you, and you know, <laughs> it's like no, come. You first of all, you it's gotta adore yourself. Little. And if you adore yourself enough, you will never feel the need to go overseas to feel adored or appreciated or right. idolized, or whatever the case. Do it yourself at home in your mirror first. But this is called a mail order bride just with a, a remix, right? Because especially for the men that are saying they don't want them to work. They just want them to be beta uh, females and don't say anything back and look beautiful and foreign and clean the house or whatever. So yeah, that's, that whole, that's that whole patriarchal, you know, misogynistic, old school mentality. I'm sorry. My sisters, my mothers, you know, they bosses now. Mm-hmm. Y'all are bosses now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You control all of your own narratives. You decide when you want to stay at home and take care of a baby. And if you choose not to, then you you are now a boss. You hire your own nanny. If you don't want to cook, our women are bosses now. They hire chefs. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They leveled up to the playing field, which they should have been from the beginning. And it's not about, you know, oh, you know, I want a woman who is submissive and is ready to submit. Then right. if that is what you look for, you yeah, you gonna have to go overseas. You're gonna have to pick somebody <laughs> from a third world country who unfortunately makes 10 cents an hour. Unfortunately, you know, that's what you're gonna have to do. If that's what you gotta do to make yourself feel more like a man, 
did my brother, my son, my father be my guest. But the girls over here are bosses now. I know that's right. I think that's part of a bigger conversation about why why do we have men that want the easy way out instead of like just you know the the the, the equally yoked and I I see that a lot happening where mm-hmm. one of my friends broke up with someone who they were very equally yoked and he said and she said to him about his new girl so she doesn't challenge you and he said you know what sometimes I don't I just want it to be easy yeah and I want it to be easy it's and so unfair it's so unfair and I, and, I, and I say this to y'all you all being cis you know black women. You know, I, I tell some of my girlfriends all the time, and I have a strong connection to black women because I did, I was in the beauty industry for 20 years and they saved my life. I was able to be in service to them and I know the struggles. And I think it's so unfair that so many black women have to, they feel like they have to choose between pursuing their dreams and their careers or pursuing a relationship for a man that just don't know how to level up to who they are because now. that's what's so been unfair. drilled in our mind this is something that is constantly told to us i don't even think i don't feel that way but that is the way that society keeps trying to tell me to feel and i'm never gonna do that have you guys ever dated somebody that lived overseas or was from overseas before i was talking to someone that lived uh in england and I was all like ready to move. Like I was like, really, was, you yeah. were gonna move over there? I was charming. I, yeah, <laughs> and he was just like like no other guy that I've ever dated before. And like his sense of humor was like I have a very dry, sarcastic sense of humor. Yes. Where people may think I'm a bitch, but really, it's I just have a different kind of sense of humor, right? And that British sense of humor was like right on par with me. And he was he was um, Jamaican and British. He was fine as hell. And just it was different. And it, and it was exotic. I was exotic to him. He was exotic to me. And I'm someone that I'm a nomad. I don't really have roots anywhere. So yeah. I'd be willing to move anywhere for love because I just feel like this is the second half of my life. I'm about to be 50. I'm okay with that. I've done everything. I've done it all in America. And I'm not, I'm not really, um, my heart is not set here. Like I could be anywhere as long but as I'm how, how you your passport, sis. How did y'all meet? <laughs> MySpace. Oh. Okay. So see, that's different. It, you didn't go overseas looking for no. We spoke for like a year before we met, and it was just so yeah. beautiful. But then you also didn't know what they had going on, and, and it ended up, it ended up uh, ending very uh, tragically for me. But anyways, it was fun when it was a past. Did he have something going on? Uh, yeah, he was getting married. Oh, wow. Was she from America? She was from over there, and she was like dusty, too. So see, men go be men. I don't care what side of the world you want. That's right. That's I got played. Right. <laughs> no, okay. Well, good thing you didn't move and uproot your life. Now, somebody is trying to uproot my life, and I need y'all help. They Come always on. slide into my DMs. They try to shoot their shot, and I like to put them on blast a little bit. And it seems like they love it. Now, one thing, um, we usually have all kind of people writing into me, and even to the point where... And I was wondering if I could take you out, show you a good time, show you... Miss <laughs> Lawrence, what do you think about that? Would you give that girl, person a chance? Girl, no, girl. <laughs> Claudia? Okay. If someone's sexy and fine, when they do weirdo stuff like that, for some reason, it don't feel weird. It feels romantic. But when they, like, someone that's so totally not your type, you're like... Oh my God, serial killer alert. Now I attract a lot of people with mental health issues. I'm gonna say that right now. For some reason, I'm speaking of light to them. No shade. But if you go to my DMs, it's very much, it's full of 
I, um, short bus, it's full of, I live at home with my mom. Um, I have a caretaker. I have a lot of that. And they, for some reason, find some kind of comfort with me. And I don't know what it is. Maybe they see me as a nurturing type. I don't know what it is. An ally. Because you're, maybe, maybe you're like kind of like them, Claudia. Are you Thank you, L'Oreal. My fantastic <laughs> friend. So that made me feel so good. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Maybe so. Maybe I they see you. something in me. Yeah. 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 Whatever. So I get a lot of that. I get a lot of people like that. That is my tribe. And I'm just starting to get to the point where, damn it, I just got to accept it. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I, w- I-, I told you, next time I better hear a DM or two because I got to hear some of these. Well, this one, I want y'all to sit back because it's a little lengthy. She slid into my email. Now, not only did she slide into my email, she broke it all down and I skimmed through it because I wanted to enjoy the full thing with you guys. So y'all ready? Yes. Okay. Hey, pretty lady. Congratulations on all of your success. Your journey is an inspiration. Please receive this message with the respect I'm delivering it. I know your work and I've always thought you were dope. I'm reaching out because I think we should get to know each other. I'm not shooting my shot. I'm straight, but we have a lot in common. Not on the superficial surface tip like Zodiac sisters or birthday twins, but I see a lot of parallels and I think we would complement each other. I told myself I was going to reach out to you several times as I got more hip to you through the Undressing Room podcast and realized you was in Atlanta, but I just didn't. By the way, she said her name. A little bit about me. Uh, I'm not egotistical. I'm 38. I live in Atlanta for four years. I'm from the Midwest. My background is in construction and property management. I dabbled in franchising, but that wasn't for me. I have one son. He's 19, and I recently started managing his rap career. I've met a few females who I've welcomed friendships with, and they didn't really grow. I'm mature for my age, and I thought older female friends would be the move, but not so much. No disrespect to them, but I think their mentality of girlfriends is just kind of clingy. Like all of us strong women, my life is full. But when I have social time, I prefer to spend it with company I enjoy. I'm in a great space in my life. I'm making a conscious effort to get outside my comfort zone, to get things I want, including healthy relationships in my professional, personal and intimate life. On a personal level, I think you're dope and we would get along very well. I was going to DM you, but I wanted to explain fully so I knew the characters would limit me. I be DMing Drake pouring my heart out so I know Instagram will cut you off. LOL. I'll include my Instagram so you can check me out. I'm low-key, no followers, no pressure. I don't even know how I would reply to this friend request. 
So again, please understand this is super lightweight, no pressure. But if you're intrigued, I'm open to whatever T-Bar or Nobu, because she knows I like Nobu. That's how I know she listens. Park workout. If not, I understand completely. Be well and blessings on your continued success. Is she going to murder me in my <laughs> sleep? <laughs> or, is she, or is she really just looking for a good friend? How would y'all take something like this? It, it was long, but she does sound like someone that has a little bit of sense. But it's she a lot. It. She's got, she sounds very smart. She sounds very, um, she, I think she's stable, but maybe a little socially awkward to think that. That's why she listens. Right, but I, I'm going to say this. Maybe my bar is really low for crazy because of, I told you what my DMs are already doing. I think that sounds like a very sensible person, but it's assuming a lot, like it's a lot for a first message. It's almost like putting everything on the table, but she wants to leave no stone unturned. So like a date, it's like going on a date and being like, I want to get married. I want to wear this color. Yes. We're going to have six kids. And when we live in Ohio, I want a fence and I, I know the house address. <laughs> but she's also showing you she's done her research. She pays attention to detail. She has, she's trying to date you with intention and she has a plan. But she says friends. She's not saying, I still feel like I'm getting hit on. Yeah, that's but that's how, so into that's the how. way she, the way she brought it, it was, it was, to me, it was very forward. Very. Very forward. Extremely. And it was, it was, there was some salacious tones there. I like, thought I so think too. She, it was, and I think she's very clear about what it is that she wants. And that is developing some type of friendship, relationship with you. What is a T-bar? I don't know, but I don't like tea, but I kind of want to try it. <laughs> okay, Gloria, well, were you intrigued to respond to this person? Are you, what are you feeling about this? Like, is it someone you like? No, you I like? promise you, I've like, I've gotten so many emails, especially in the last couple of weeks, which is weird. Is this one but guy this that's like talking me? Yeah, because she had like, she even put her little emoji con at the bottom. So you could kind of see. Oh what, yes, branding. She's into branding. Okay. She has everything going on. <laughs> is she cute? And my dude checked out her page. I didn't. I let him read it. I'm going to say this. Shout out to the lesbians that are actually <laughs> stepping to the plate stronger than the men nowadays. Wait. I said Go. to him, I was like, you need to take some notes from her. She knows uh, what I like to eat. <laughs> I would love a man to pay attention like that. And see, women have pay attention to every little detail. So yes, you got that. She might need to have a little course for the, for the, for the straight fellas on how to hit on a woman. I think that's a good idea. That's Claudia. why you're intrigued. That's why you're so intrigued because she yeah. knew what to say. Yeah, she studied you. Mm -hmm. yeah, she sure did. She listened and see, and, just, and because she's a woman, she know what she likes to hear. Yes, you listening to the Undressing Room <laughs> podcast presented by Macy's. Log on to the UndressingRoomPod.com for episodes and links to our Macy's personal shopping page. And I want to thank y'all so much for joining me this week. I had a great time. Can y'all please let the people know where they can find and follow y'all? I'm on Instagram at Claudia Jordan, Twitter, Facebook, all that. And um, don't really message uh, Snapchat because I'm old. <laughs> well, stop saying that. <laughs> I am. <but> I'm <laughs> I am Miss Lawrence. You can find me on my social handles as Miss Lawrence. It's M-I-S-S Lawrence. I know that's right. And we will be back next week. Thank you for listening. Make sure y'all rate, review, subscribe, and tell a friend to tell a friend. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Unjust and Run podcast. And be sure to check out all of our shows on the Urban One Podcast Network. Hold up. 
raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.